What's up, everybody? I am back. We are back. I'm Aaron. This is Mark. And I'm Brandon. <laughs> I am remembered I'm, all of our names. <laughs> the we, good start. And we we're I, off to a roaring start. I know. I didn't. I didn't fuck up the uh, the intro. So yet. Yet. Uh, so we are in West End Cigars in the Members Lounge with Brandon. As you can tell, uh, we've been gone for the past couple of weeks. I have been out with the vid. It fucking, you've had, it fucking you've had sucked, the vid. <laughs> but I am, uh, I am back as good as I can be. The, uh, health is back. The looks, as you said, are not back. Right. Um, so thanks for Disappointed that. Disappointed for that. Disappointed <laughs> on that. Yeah. It's been, uh, let me tell you the past couple of weeks, it had been nice, like not having to worry about producing stuff and I haven't worked at the lounge. It's been a very boring past, uh, I guess 20 days though. So that's, uh. I'm glad to finally be back. Yeah, it's yeah. been uh, been both in our houses, just uh, <laughs> sh- sh- sheltered from the world. So much football. Like, I'm footballed out. I have it's not just, been watching football. It's just, like, I've got some making up to, to do because I'm about to start pulling off some doubles on Saturdays. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah, you're going to. So if you want to see me, come up here on uh, the next couple Saturdays. I'll be here from open to close. So, Yep. Well, first one of the year. Uh, you know, at towards the end of the month, so we had to, we had to bring Brandon in to do. Yeah. We're gonna do like a year interview and a year look ahead. Yep. Uh, what we are, we know we're. I know I'm behind. We haven't done our top ten show yet. That's next, next week. week. Yep. Um. So we're pushing all that. Uh. So yeah, Brandon's in, and he brought some cigars to the table. He did. What, what, you want to say what we're having? Because I don't know if I've said these right yet. I don't know yet either. I I, I pronounce it Feriotego. That's what I, uh, I think. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. think that's right. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited about these cigars, and uh, so so we brought them in. Uh, we we carry them at the Conway store um, right now, and um, I'm sure we'll have them down here too as the line continues to expand. So, for those of you that don't know, Nat Sherman, the cigar brand, uh, went out of business. Um, the year before this passed, um, they had to close down the townhouse and stuff due to COVID. And, uh, anyway, Michael Herklotz decided to, uh, do everything he could to keep the brand alive. And, uh, so really excited for him. I know he's a really smart guy when it comes to just business, but especially the tobacco business he's been in for a long time and, um, has been working relentlessly to get these cigars out. And so the, the, the Generoso and the Elegancia were the first two offerings that he produced under the Ferry Otego line. And those were limited production cigars. And so super excited to get those. And so we've been smoking on those. And then, uh, the, the timeless, uh, so some the, I believe it's the top four selling Nat Sherman lines, um, have just been released. So we'll be getting those as well. And so, nice. yeah, some of the, some of the old favorites will be back. Not my understanding is they're not the exact same blend because they have different uh, sources of tobacco and and producers and uh, being distributed by Davidoff. Uh, So, you know, change things up a little bit maybe for them. Um, But either way, we're excited to have the cigars and uh, they're, they're great. So, and and they're getting a lot of publicity this time of year. Uh, Just having come into market last year, they're, they're getting a lot of uh, best new brand or best, best brand awards and uh, making some of the top 
10 or 25 lists that are coming out this time of year. So uh, excited for, for everything that's going on with him. Yeah, we, I mean, we were talking before we started. Of So this is the second one we've had. We had it for our Christmas party uh, when we had the you know all the workers here and everything. And it was a very... I really liked it. It's a very interesting cigar. Um, it's it's definitely a fuller bodied, but a very interesting flavor. So we were kind of going over the notes of what other people have written down and everything. And the more you talked about it, the more I was like, oh yeah, that's what I get. Because originally it was, to me, it was a very bready cigar. But then you started saying other things like Cheerio and, or the grains of Cheerios or something like that, or. Mm-hmm. Something Good like old half wheel, yeah, half wheel. Cheerios, <laughs> um, you know how he is. Though. But yeah, it has this this woody, bready characteristic to it. That's um, that's interesting. Yeah, because like you said, it is a strong cigar, but the flavor doesn't overwhelm you. And I think that's the, with both uh, both of the offerings are um, delicate, elegant cigars. I think the construction is top notch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've smoked a bunch of them, and every one of them has been just spot on. Um, and so he's created something special there. And then uh, all the other ones, I, I believe I've smoked all four of the other lines that are that are being released that we'll get soon. And and those are all phenomenal and well made. And uh, I think they're I think they're going to do well. So. Yeah, the the draw on this is really nice. It's a it's a looser draw, but just looking at it, it's coming you know out of the cap. And it just, the, the smoke has come out of it. Um, but like, like peppery, spicy yeast is almost kind of the, the main flavor that I, I'm, I'm picking up on. Mm-hmm. No, we've had it before. Mark, you haven't had this. This is your first time going first around? First time. I hadn't heard about this cigar. I hadn't, uh, this is my first time seeing this cigar. Have you ever had the, uh, the timeless before? Yes, I like the timeless. The, no, I haven't had the new timeless, but I haven't had the new timeless. I've had the Cindy Lauper timeless from a couple of years ago and it was very good. Yeah. I, I, I like that one. I think I got it from Kevin actually. I got it directly from Cindy. Wow. Because <laughs> you're, you're high up on there. I am. Mm-hmm. Glad we're on the same page. <coughs> but yeah. But I forget yes. there's the Sterling. Yeah. I forget now the names of them, but anyway, it's not worth smoking tonight, but it, you know, Big things coming from their from their brand, and uh, it's good. So yeah, I'm excited about it. So I speaking more about the cigar, and then we can just talk about other bullshit stuff. I love the band. It's in the running for one of my favorite bands because it has. I, I haven't read this. I couldn't find a story on the band, but it's a Hydra and a guy fighting a Hydra. So it might be Greek oriented, um, but I love that. I'm a big Greek head, so. Hopefully it's around that. I don't know. Might just be pulling shit on my ass, but it's definitely maybe it's Perseus fighting the you know the five headed Hydra. I'm not sure. Might or, be. or Hercules. I guess it Hercules. But Hercules if you fought the Hydra. Are pulling it out of your ass? I'd wash it first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially especially knowing how sick I was. Um, yes. Yeah, two weeks ago. That's probably not cleared all the way through your system. <laughs> but uh, so while I was sick, we got some news that you we and did. I. We were voted the number one show. Oh, that wasn't what I was thinking. Well, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. So, thank you. We were. To, yes. Cigar so, score. Cigar score. We were ranked number one. Uh, beat out some big competition. Yes, we did. Uh, Rob. Some people we really liked. Yeah, Rob with Cigar Talk, uh, Cigar Authority, um, mm-hmm. all those guys. I actually, I, so, I, you know, my whole schedule was thrown off. I was working graveyard shift, 
while sick so I can be alone. Yeah. And I actually found out through Rob because he texted me, congratulations. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then <laughs> I saw the thing. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's so cool. So we're going to have Cigar Score on in a couple of weeks. Reached cool. out to him. Yeah, I'm looking um, forward to that. So again, He's a cool guy. Yeah. So thanks to everybody who voted out there for us. It's we appreciate that. Just to be, just to be in the running against some really big shows yep. and to be just a top 10 finalist was awesome. Yep. But to beat, you know, some heavy hitters and, you know, a good friend of ours, Rob, who honestly helped put this show yep. out Amen. on the air. Um, you know, it's, it's glad to, yep. I'm, I'm glad to, I'll, I'll win. I'll, what is it? I, I graciously win, I guess I won't, I won't rub it in or anything. Yep. So, but no, uh, we think the world will run. Yeah. So yeah, first are, of all, that's some great competition. Yeah. yeah. You know, Rob off air, for the record, <laughs> might be the funniest human being alive. Rob on our show. Yeah, but he's unprintable. <laughs> <laughs> but he's funny. I wish I could have been down at the Leaf Sunday while him and Bryant were there because... We're watching the Cowboys in San Francisco. Because Bryant's a Niners guy. Yeah. And, you know, and Rob's a Cowboys guy. So yeah. I, I, I can... I wish I could have just been a fly on the wall for that one. Oh, but, that would have been sweet. Yep. Congratulations to Bryant on the uh, huge 49er victory. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry, Rob. Uh-huh. Cowboys are still going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 hey, what 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 Dex say is the Super Bowl or bust? Well, I can't yeah. I can't talk I can't talk a lot of shit because I have a tough game coming you, up this week. Yes. Last week was just it was a gimme, but uh, whoa, 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 didn't whoa. look like that. Yeah. Ah, we were playing with our food, you know, the first uh, quarter. Okay. Just like, you know, uh, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so what have, have y'all smoked anything past couple weeks? Because I, I, I yes. haven't had fucking anything. I've smoked a bunch of stuff. So. Yeah, I, I've smoked whatever you hadn't smoked. So I took it up <laughs> for you. Don't worry. No. I, towards the, Mark uh, and I took care of it. When I finally started feeling better, I started smoking stuff in my humidor that I do not give a shit about. I, I won't say names, but right. a lot of people know what, right. what, what you were on the earth telling people uh, names. But it was uh, yeah, I it smoked was, a lot of different stuff. I've smoked a, a couple aromas from the stuff Kev got me, um, and uh, I've smoked uh, some añejos and a bunch of cool things. I smoked uh, some of the Crook of the Crown uh, for April, mm-hmm. who, who passed last Monday, uh, as we thought about that, and uh, so. Smoked actually over the last three weeks a bunch of really cool cigars. Actually, yeah, actually, I take it back. I did. I did smoke some cool stuff. Um, you know, celebrated um, with uh, with Zach, uh, the birth of their Absolutely. first kid with Dahlia. Dahlia uh, smoked yeah. something awesome with them. Uh, had another little celebration with uh, with Chinzy. Um, yeah, Vince has been so sober for a year. Yeah, I'm super uh, super proud of him. That's. Uh, Somebody who's gone through that personally and, and, and be, you know, just, I'm proud of him. So. Yeah. Yeah. So early January, it, it started sucky, but then it's, you know, cigar wise, it, it's gotten better. So now we're looking forward to all the other stuff and we'll, you know, talk about all the other, see, look, I'm, I'm already dropping things. It's been take three weeks off and it yeah. just, the whole you thing. You have lost your it. mojo. Uh, I don't even know who, who the person who's I was who thinking their mojo. We, we Like the last show I did was, was it with Bobby up in? Yes. Ben? Yeah. So we wasn't with you. So my, we, I haven't seen you in like a month. I have honestly. 
Yeah, because my mic stand was all fucked up. I didn't want to, like, bitch. But now that we've started on that, my mic stand was all fucked up. Was that Lee? Do I need to, like, trip Lee? So here's here's the thing. I think I actually have yours, and you had mine because mine was all messed up, too. So I'm like, ah, shit. Okay. Okay. So we'll have to... Yes. We've only had these for like two years. I need I'll to be like sure a, not to uh, label, like the mic stuff. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. Not that I'm particular at this point, but yes, it's been, it's been a month. Yeah. We so, watched, we watched a game like on New Year's Eve. Uh, yes. We watched the Alabama semifinal game together. Yeah. We sat yeah. right next to each <laughs> other. We sat right next to each other. And then on the following Monday, you tested positive and I haven't seen you since. Yeah. I was just sitting over here, just raw dogging the air next you were, to you. You were. <laughs> I spent Thursday night with Mo and Friday night, Friday afternoon with you. And then, and then the two of us fell off the face of the earth. You did. So, yes. Let me not. tell you, I've never lost my sense of taste before ever. That is the very weird sensation. Is it? It's very, yeah, because it's like, I, I, I kind of wanted to have it like a solid, like reset the system, like just eat nothing but like chicken and broccoli kind of thing. Like, all right, maybe this will, will help kickstart a lot of shit. But then, like, mouthfeel-wise, you just want, like, texture. And I just, I ate, like I was telling you, I ate an Arby sandwich, and it was just the, it was just like a mouth of mush. And it's like, I fucking love Arby's. But at that moment in time, I was not an Arby's fan, so now I just, mm. I needed something. But, uh, yeah, losing your taste was uh, was weird. But uh, it did get me through uh, some bad cigars, so I'm... I'm well, more, more spots in the humidor for you to buy some <laughs> more bad cigars. No, I'm I'm trying to go until March without buying anything. And I, I've already okay. failed kind of because I did buy some Johnny's. You're either pregnant or you're not. <laughs> so I, I I haven't paid here's my thing. You haven't, haven't paid for them. I haven't paid for them. They're on the tab. I haven't paid for them. So, <laughs> stole them. So technically, so technically I'm still good. <laughs> we'll just see if we can roll that over to March. Yeah, but we the, got the new uh the new Davidoff coming out too, so that's going to be hard. What's on the you. new Davidoff? Which one? The Winston Churchill. Mm. Oh yeah, twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two? Seems like last year was the twenty twenty. So, so this would be twenty twenty three. I'm not sure how they do that. Yeah, last year know. was. Wait, last year was twenty one. Was you another twenty? No, I'm sorry. The Avo was twenty twenty. So maybe the Winston Churchill wasn't was just the LE. So yeah, the new Winston Churchill limited edition uh, is coming out. So oh, nice. that's exciting because last year I loved that cigar. Are you talking about the Zeno? The, not the Zeno planning. You're talking about the actual Davidoff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Winston Churchill. Um, so yeah, super excited to get that. It's a diadema shape, Ooh. which looks pretty, but yeah, we'll see. It's a lot more expensive this year than it. Last year was around $21. I think this year it's like 32. Mm. So it's like almost like year of price. Yeah. Pretty yeah, close. those are usually around forty, but yep. So, but anyway, those are coming out, so that'll be exciting. Uh, I'm yeah, sure that'll be year great. of this year. Uh, yeah, that fire. was. Oh man, that was. I mean, those lasted like three days. That was easily probably my favorite year of that I think I've ever had. I think I did smoke one. Phenomenal. But I was out of town when those came in. Sorry. <laughs> that was- for the record, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> I came back and they're all gone. It um, was it was clearly the, my favorite of the year of. It same, is same thing they had with the chef's edition. I came back and there was wow, there was none laying I around. I don't I don't know where any of those are. Yeah, I don't either. I, I, I've got eight, 
Yeah. And an ashtray that I'll never use. Ash, uh, another thing the about year of is is ju- was that the spice on that cigar is seriously oh the best spice that I've had in several years. Yeah, Just I don't, I don't actually think I got to smoke one because it's got that tiger leaf looking thing. Yeah. I don't remember ever smoking it, but okay, we'll fix that. What I may have. Um, I was going to say, but that made me think of this cigar comes in ten count boxes, but they're humidors. Oh, so really? the box is oh, nice. a humidor. It has a Boveda pack in the bottom. seals up. So really nice packaging. I mean, everything about the the limited editions, I mm-hmm. think that he'll do every year will be top notch. You know. So is this going to be a limited and not a core line? Yeah. Yeah. What we got is it. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't realize that. I think they made 1,500 boxes. Really? And that's it. Okay. So, so yeah. what's going to be the core line? It's, it's going to be... It'll be the top four. It'll the, be... The timeless and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I, and it, and the ones I smoked, I don't know what it's, if it was a Nat Sherman band or a Timeless band, but anyway, there's four different lines. I'm pretty sure. Now, did um, you ever did you ever go to the Nat Sherman place? No, no, never got to go. So what is was it? It was in Tampa, right? Or was no, it was it in New York. New York. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what, I knew it was one of those two places. Yep, New York City. So. New York City. And I. uh this is a cigar I smoked for New Year's Eve. I smoked the uh, Generoso first, and then I smoked this one to ring in the New Year. Nice. So we we uh, top ten. So you still actually have time to get in your top ten if you haven't. Yes. Um, I'm building that list right now. Um, send, send them send them to Mark. Send them to me, please. Do not send them to Aaron. Um, and we do have we do have a couple guests lined up after that, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, Paula asked me what we were talking about tonight, and I said we had Brandon on, and then the top ten next week. And she said, "Oh, awesome!" And I said, "You're mocking me," and she said, "No, no, no." And I said, "No, you're all, you actually are. I'm old enough to know when I'm being mocked." This is this is a show with the training wheels still on. Yeah, oh, of course. It's so easy to get out of routine. Oh, and we're out, out of routine. And out of, like, the sink and everything. <laughs> so um, I'm excited about Next Door um, because we're starting to plan the Little Rock Earth. Mm. Um, and uh, we have a couple dates, and I'm working out the dates in March. And uh, they were all reminding me of how smoky it was that night. We were recording the podcast back here, so we had to turn all the air <laughs> handlers off. <laughs> And it got super smoky. I said, but the good news is we'll have the Expanded Members Lounge by March, I think. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I looked questioningly at at Brandon. I've done my part. And so I think we're waiting on Aaron is what I hear. Yeah, absolutely. If Aaron Aaron, Aaron could get over this COVID thing, we we have it done. That's what I heard. Um, Um, Yeah, I I am excited. Um, It has been frustrating, I know, to everyone here and to me and – uh, that it's not done already, but yeah, it's going to be done. And I will piggyback on that. On the construction field, it has been fucking a nightmare. For yeah. the, if, I don't for know the, why I thought it, I could get people to come out here oh like God, a week or two before Christmas and work, but people just didn't show up. They yeah. won't return phone calls. Um, anyway, um, should have um, painters coming by tomorrow. Oh, painter coming by tomorrow, carpenter tomorrow or Thursday. Um, and then next week we should get that stuff done, uh, change out the, change out the lights. And then, uh, the flooring is just a one day thing. So if everybody can just get here, it should be done in a week or two. Nice. It's a sweet setup. 
Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be great. And that pine wall's badass. I mean, I'm just saying. Yes, it is. <laughs> Your carpentry skills uh, were on display, and they will be for all eternity um, until we decide to do something else. Or as long as Elise is here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Doug and I were talking about maybe putting up some of that metal flashing over it, you know, to really get that, like, rustic bar look. Oh, uh-huh. okay, okay. <laughs> that looked good. Good, good thinking. Oh yeah, to to hide all the all the blemishes. Yeah, you know that way it fits in. You know, like a like an Arkansas hangout. Let me know? tell you, I love when I can use like rustic pine because mm. you can be a little, a little just haphazard with it. Yeah. But even then, even with my eye, like I have, I want to have like the grain matchup, even though grain doesn't match up, kind of thing. It's it's such such a pain in the ass. But then I was like, you know what? All right, it it. it it's going to, nobody's going to fucking tell. Like, no, they're not. Nobody. Th- and we're, we're just going to paint it black. I so, bet- <laughs> 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 please don't. Oh, please don't. Uh-huh. No, but like going back to the herf thing, let me tell you um, finding a big ass house that's on Airbnb in Little Rock, it it's seems impossible. to be impossible. <laughs> right. <laughs> so- I'm still not completely convinced we will, but uh, I'm, I'm making the effort. So we, we've we've been ruined by the big nice house in, in Austin. In Austin was where just people vacation on purpose. Fucking per yeah. In Scottsdale, right, where yeah. people vacation <laughs> Nobody on purpose. Nobody goes to Little Rock to vacation, right? It's like seriously, it's like my house. People are renting out like my right. house. Yeah, yeah we absolutely. need a house for 15 guys, and it, Little Rock just doesn't have it. There's, there's hot springs all day long, but we don't want to fucking go to hot springs. Yeah, there's a couple houses in hot springs that I have actually sent to Paula and said, we should go down here because there's one on like a peninsula with like a pool on the peninsula. Yeah. And then there's like a deck. Like I, and I'm just like going, I, I'd like to rent that for a week. Of course, it's $900 a day. But. <laughs> that's, well, that's not too bad. I mean, I looked at one that was amazing. And I forget, it's several thousand dollars a night. Oh, man. There's a smart home down there. It is. It's like that. Several thousand, but it's like, oh, that might be the one I looked at. Cause it was like, it looked like state of the art. Oh, I mean, it was, it like, was so weak. Have you seen sweet. the, uh, the Hobbit holes up in Eureka Springs? So it's, it sounds it, completely different than what we were just talking no, about. So, no, so, <laughs> no. So it's, so it's like a, it's Thank a house. You. So you can, it's, a, it's an Airbnb rent, but they have like, it's like a, a little Hobbit village. And so if I was tall, it would suck. no, like it's not hobbit sized it's normal size but it's like it's in the earth and it's just it's super cool looking but you have to book it out like six months in advance a three night minimum each night is like four hundred dollars and they're booked out yeah i mean and you just get one of the little hobbit houses yeah yeah it's like a little community of like seven and you just get one of them and there's i mean it's fucking it looks like a it you looks, have to dress like you know gandalf <laughs> yeah, you have to look, yeah because you're like sam you shall um, not pass um it re, it reminds me of like the old like uh <clears throat> like the playboy grotto like that just all that rock and the the waterfall and shit like that that's what it kind of reminds me of so you're saying they're having a hobby oh orgy? my god I, I can only imagine um but but yeah I, like the same thing like i wanted to rent one of those but a three night minimum and it's it's months out in advance. I'm like I'm not I'm not paying twelve hundred dollars to to stay in a in a hole yep. literally. Um, I think yeah. I did look at that. I thought it'd be cool for the kids, but it would be cool for yeah. the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've been on YouTube. So I've been sitting in my garage watching YouTube and smoking cigars for the last three weeks. And they make these tiny little hard life. Uh, hard life. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> 
Um, and they make these tiny little homes that are off grid in the, in the, like they buy a track of land, like wherever. And then they make these tiny little homes. Oh yeah. And, and I'm fascinated. And of course, you know, the, a lot of these are like young girls who do this yeah. and, and then they get millions of followers, but I'm just fascinated with building. So in the, like, and then it'll be like snowing and they sit in there and they just have a wood fireplace and they, yeah. they read or whatever. And I'm just thinking next level cabin thing. Right. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, okay. Now, do you like camping? I do. There's an off chance the person I'm married to does <laughs> not, because I love camping. Now, I love hiking. Off grid cabin in the woods wouldn't be camping. It'd but be do you, living. Okay, yeah, it do you be like in her mind? Do you like a like RV camping? Or are you talking like tent camping? I like tent camping. Okay, so I'll, I'm not a big fan of RV camping. I, I don't like RVs. I Anytime like tents. you guys spend like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you're not <laughs> fucking camping. You've 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 you surplus you've sur- you've just changed yeah. the hotel equation. Have, have you ever seen those? I forget what they're called. Are they Utes or Utes or Uts or something like that? But it's Utes. Is it Utes? Yes. Yeah, so it's like a round tent. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I have. I seen mean, those look awesome. I, I, they do. Look and there's awesome. some really good places in Little Rock that, that I guess right on the outskirts of Little Rock that have those. I'd I'd do that. I never I never stayed that, but so. Mm-hmm. And so it's obviously fascinating. I've talked about my retirement goal, which isn't Paul's <laughs> retirement goal, of getting a cabin and, and just living somewhat off grid, right? Because you can live away from people, but close enough to where you have electricity and yeah. running stuff. And we're towns thirty minutes away, right? Um, but these people are like off off grid and like it's just the Alaskan. There's one people. picture where you see you see this lady, who, you know, obviously. It, articulate whatever normal but she's just sitting there she's got this big pane of window and it's snowing outside and she's reading and i'm thinking i feel comforted comforted just watching her <laughs> sit there in the snow yeah yep. i i i get the fire going in the other corner and and all that i now know a lot about um, the f- wood fireplaces and what what's a good idea and what's a bad idea because i've now done research <laughs> for no fucking apparent reason it's like we love spending time outside and we have the fire pit and we have the couches and everything and it's, wow. you know, TV and I mean, it's, it's glorified outside, but the only thing I hate is the fucking wind because we are the first house. Mm-hmm. So we are the windbreak. So like when it's cold, I can stand the cold. It, it, I'm fine with that. But if you, if it's 30 outside and you just have a slight breeze, man, that changes the dynamic of everything. Game. Like I, I smoked a cigar with gloves on for the first time ever and like I singed my gloves mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh, mm. it's tough. Wow. So did you light them on fire now? <laughs> or did you let your cigar burn down to your gloves? I'm just like, no, I kind of like, like I, the cherry kind of got it. And then I couldn't get the band off. So I had to give it to Mo. I was like, can you take this off? And then she looked at me all pathetically because sure. Cause like, you're pathetic you, you child. Right. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me look Can't at tear you. this paper off of the cigar. <laughs> I can, well, I didn't want to take the gloves off. I'll take care of you. Don't worry. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pat you on top of the head, you <laughs> pathetic. She is a child. special woman. I was, she is. I was. I was sick. <clears throat> if she was Catholic. Wait, she is. Catholic. Yeah, she wasn't she sick. Catholic. Yeah, she wasn't sick. Yeah, she was fine. <laughs> right. Oh, That's a good point. Yeah. That's my tank. <laughs> <laughs> She's your tank. It's a good oh. thing she doesn't listen anymore. <laughs> yes. So um, yeah, I'm really excited about next door. 
It's going to be exciting. So. That is really cool. It looks pretty. It looks like there's going to be three or four different areas to sit, which will be nice. There'll be a lot of different conversations or watching of TV. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, in I, this room, all, although it has served that. its purpose yeah, amazingly it well. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, it has been everything that, that I hoped it would be to create a community, <clears throat> certainly a different dynamic over the last couple of years. But um, in in thinking of expansion, you know, there are people want to do different things. And, and back here, it certainly happens where you've got somebody that, that wants to work and be quiet. You have some people that want to have a conversation and talk or somebody wants to watch a game. Um, and those dynamics sometimes get in the way. Yep. So we wanted to have three different spaces. So awesome. we would have a workspace. We'd have a hangout space if you want to just chill and have a conversation with somebody or a group of friends. And then we'd have a TV area. So if you wanted to watch the games, and, uh, you know, last not, couple not time, have to interact with anybody. And, right. and just last couple and times I've that. been in, somebody wants to watch Bloomberg TV. So I don't mind that, but then I have to get out my headphones because I don't want to watch Bloomberg TV. Yeah. And so. Is that um, the but, guy that's screaming about the stocks and stuff? Or no, is that a new he sits thing? there completely nice. No, I mean, is, is Bloomberg that's, that's, TV? Yeah. The, yeah. the mad money guy? Yeah, mad money yeah. guy. No, it's just ticker and the guys that interview CEOs of companies I don't care about. Ah. It's not, I mean, it, it's not, um, no, it's not Kramer. Oh, yeah, Kramer. Yeah, that's the name, Kramer. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so I'm excited about that. I think I think people will enjoy having different different areas that they can kind of hang out at. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm excited, and I'm excited about what that allows us to do here, um, which is the whole point of mm-hmm. it. You know, just expanding to have more seats hasn't ever really been, um, been something that I thought was important enough to do, especially with all the uncertainty over the last couple of years. I mean, you guys know we've had these spaces for several years and just use them as storage and office. And mm-hmm. um, but but what really has driven this to happen is we want more humidor space and and more retail space yep. uh, because our counter is tiny we're very limited on what we can carry in merchandise as far as cigar accessories goes and limited on what we can sell. And that little humidor has done an amazing job. It has. Um, it's been the little engine that could, because yeah. I remember right. from the very first, before I even started working here to what it is now. Yeah. It's, it's, but it is crammed, you know, Aaron built, um, you know, that Island in the middle to help us get some more facings, even though it's too wide, um, he did and, the best he could. And I shrunk it down by yep. like three inches. <laughs> so it's, it's just hard to navigate. I mean, the guys still do an amazing job keeping it clean and organized and, and all of that, or otherwise it wouldn't be shoppable at all. But, no. um, but I'm excited about having more space. It'd be yep. easier to get in here and walk around and see, you know, what, what brands we can, we have when we get new stuff in, if we want to carry new stuff, we can, Yeah. it's not, Oh, what are we going to get rid of to yeah. put in yep. Ferry Otego, you know? Um, we can we can have more options, and so I think that's great for customers who want because you guys know there are brands that we don't have that you guys like to smoke that mm-hmm. our customers want, sure. And you just can't have it all all the time. This allows us to carry a few more of those, and so that that I'm really excited about. Um, and uh, the merch as well. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see how the dynamic in here you know changes a little bit, but uh, I think it's going to be great, and uh, I'm excited to get it get it knocked out. So. Hopefully humidor is done here in the next few weeks or um, the members lounge will be done next few weeks. We'll just close this off. 
and members lounge will go over there and then we'll build out a humidor in here and then we'll take that out and uh, just move the cash register down and uh because the the humor is going to fully double probably double mm-hmm. plus a little bit yeah and how many facings do you think we have now Right now we have close to 500 facings. Yeah, so I mean it's going to go, yeah, really it, big. You won't have a thousand facings um, because the linear footage of the wall is where you're putting your boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the amount of uh, display space that we have is not going to double, but it'll be a lot easier to walk around and navigate, you know, and have an island in the middle and and all of that. So, um, you know. Maybe it gives us another hundred facings. That'd be nice. That's still a lot. Oh, yeah. you know, I mean, that's five brands, six brands. Um, but we would also increase some of our brands. You know, we're not going to just bring in a bunch of new stuff. When you know there are a lot of great cigars from the brands that do well for us, um, that we're great partners with, um, that we would want to increase their footprint as well. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and be able to carry more and more facings. Um, you know, from some of the the great companies that we already have but we're just limited on space so everybody gets what they get um so but but i think bringing in a couple of new new brands will be exciting and uh and then see what what works and what doesn't and you know that's always the game he plays yeah trying to figure out what's doing well and what will work in your shop and what what won't work well that's what i loved just you know sitting up there at um cigar district a couple weeks ago and just you know talking to bobby and just seeing how drastic a region changes just a few hours in a different direction where like we have stuff here that just flies off the shelf, but up there it doesn't so much. And then vice versa. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's that it's so amazing how literally your same zip code pretty much when I guess they're eight one six up there or something like that. Are they a different zip code, but just three hours North up, up on the main highway. Well, you can take it a step farther and, and talk about 25 minutes away at a shop that's named the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the same. You know, every shop is unique, and it really uh, de- depends on, on what your customer base is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, you know, we've been really surprised. Um, I mean, the brands that do well most places still do well. But, yeah, yeah. there are cigars that, that we can't keep in stock here that we can't sell up there yeah. and, and vice versa. Um, things that work work out great for us there, you know, like Aganorsa mm-hmm. is a huge brand for us in Conway, but you know, it, it hasn't ever taken off here. Yeah. So it, it is wild just, you know, 25 miles away, uh, it's a completely different, um, you know, customer base and, and the things that sell and that the customers want. And that just takes you being aware of that and, and listening and, and making changes, uh, not getting over, overstocked on things that, that you can't move out. So that you can adjust, you know, and be fluid, especially in those first few years, it's so important. Well, and, be, and being, like you said, being receptive of what the clientele wants and what fits best, and because there's there's a happy medium. You, I mean, if you got every cigar that everybody wanted, you'd have a thousand different one one off cigars in there. It, it'd, be, it'd be like you know, you can't really take customers to like PCA or everything because they'll be taken. You know, you'll get a list of. 40 long with when you you 20 people. Right. <laughs> so No. <clears throat> well, I'm excited about the merches as well. And I think yeah. you're, you're going to be able to have more cutters and lighters and cases and all that stuff. But you're talking about other stuff as well. 
Yeah. Because I know Aaron's excited about the beard butter. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you you kind of put me uh, to lead the 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 not men's I guess men's grooming would be the way, but the the beard aspect of it because you know I'm, I'm the one with the biggest beard and longest hair, and I I use a lot of beard oil and beard balms and stuff You're like that. Bougie as fuck. I am, but we've also I've found one of my new favorite brands. Yep. Who will who does wholesale and I've he sent me a bunch of stuff and I I've never used a beard butter before. And I tried it. It's fucking awesome. I love yeah. it. So I can't wait to have that in here. So I'm waiting to try it till you guys give it a shot. I haven't, I haven't seen you in a while, so you you've got you've got some heft some heft beard now. So <clears throat> so um Don't shave it off. Are you telling me you're gonna shave it? Don't shave it. So I was gonna shave it off oh. two two and a half weeks ago. And then April, who is the only person who likes my beard, uh-huh. um, got sick, and so I kept it because she was. She always said, "Don't ever shave your beard," and so I'm keeping it for a while uh, in memory of my friend who passed. Yeah. Um, but this is more beard than I usually. I was carry. Saying, I don't. I've never seen it this fluffy like this. <clears throat> this grotesquely Aaronish. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. It's the word I would use. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty much the same yeah. to me. <laughs> you've got a, you've got a little bit to get to my get to my area. <clears throat> well, mine doesn't look like yours ever. Because you've never have you ever let it just go? Just um I've I've grown like if I grew it four more months, it just grows Out. thick like this. Yeah. And this is really great radio or podcast-ish. Uh-huh. I'm, but it doesn't grow long. It grows and out and bushy. It grow, grow bushy. So that's how mine grows. I just have to. But you have, I, a, I have, to you train have a straight it. curling iron? So I have a round brush that I use, and I curl it I would have down. to kick my own ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then I do have a beard straightener. <clears throat> I don't like the way it makes my beard feel. When I your beard it, complains, it makes it feel. It makes it feel conforming, like it's yeah, just it's it becomes like society is like judging it, like wispy. It just has a very weird feel. Okay, like, I don't like it. But uh, I was going to shave it, and I'm not shaving it. Um, I'm not shaving it. I've I've actually been contemplating cutting my hair hair lately. What? What? I know. I know. But so I'm super excited to try the. Beard butter, but I'm on the verge of pulling the trigger on the website because, to be honest with you, this mess needs something. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it yep. needs some butter. If you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, but that, you know, that's definitely something that we've been talking about for years on wanting to have other men's products. Yeah, you know, that, that I think that's awesome that we can sell and uh, so yeah, just giving us more areas to do that. That's um, great. We'll just uh, give us an opportunity to carry some more cool things that hopefully guys like. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the shop shop is, uh, it'll be growing over the next couple of months, so um, which is exciting. <clears throat> what's the next event in, uh, in the little rock? Oliva. Okay. Uh, so we've got Oliva coming up and we're doing a promotion right now, uh, on Oliva leading up to the, um, event. So that was kind of a, one big thing, in uh, the cigar community that happened over the last two years is rather than in-person events, um, you know, a lot of people went with promotions that went on for a couple of weeks or a month. And uh, so now as we're getting back into doing some in-person events, we're still doing those promotions leading up to. And so we'll have a raffle item 
this is a cool like drink mixer thing, which you put some booze in there and it like makes mixed drinks. Oh, is that what that is up in the front? Yeah. Okay, I saw that. And uh, so we'll be raffling that off, and there's a bunch nice. of other stuff on the table. But, but yeah, so you you can buy over the course of a few weeks, and then it'll culminate um, at an in-store event where we'll be doing specials on Oliva. And uh, so that's coming up here around the 25th-ish of the month. So whatever, like Thursday or Friday is around there is probably when it is. Which, if you've never been to an Oliva event, I mean, the only one I've ever gone to is here. <clears throat> but those events are stupid. Like... If you want to get some cigars, Oliva is the is the is the yes. time to get. Oliva Oliva is a good event because they run good deals. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very popular. A lot of people show up, which I like. They're um, very happening events. Yeah. Um, and Oliva has a ton of different cigars, mm-hmm. so you don't you have a lot of different options for things you like. You got the O, you got the G, you got one of my favorite cigars, the V. You have one of my least favorite cigars, <laughs> the V Milano, um, but you and, and you just have a ton of different cigars. The, the Connecticut is one of the good Connecticut's that's made. Yeah, Lever Reserve. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so they a ton of different types yeah. of cigars, and they got the cane and the nub. Cane mm-hmm. and the nub, which I always so, forget. Yeah. The cane F Lancero. One mm. great thing about Oliva is they've got something in every, you know, category of cigar, yep. including price point. Um, so they've got <coughs> Good budget prices. daily smokes up to really nice, like the Milanios and the master blends. Um, oh, the they've master got everything from mild to, to full. So, uh, and flavored. So they've got everything in their portfolio and the know. new hotness, the, the one, three, five. That's yeah. What well, it was the new hotness? And now it's the old hotness cause <coughs> it's gone, but yeah. 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 So I, I, I still smoke. is the cigar. If you're a cigar smoker and you mm-hmm. like, you consider yourself a, a somebody, and you have not smoked the V. To me, that is one. That cigar has been around for seriously fifteen years. Yep. And that V is just—it's fire. So you 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 sold those at your old shop, didn't you? We saw I and I bought when they first came out. I bought boxes of those. Yeah. Double robusto. I mean, those are just—they're just so rich and flavorful. Burn like a champ. Um, that's one of my favorite cigars still to today. One of those that you can pick up, you know what you're getting full of flavor, great smoke. Yep. That KNF is the Lancero yeah. specifically is one of my all time favorite Lanceros. Yep. The cane is a great cigar and the nub is, is underappreciated. It's, it's sneaky. Yep. It's like, yep. so yep. like I can't tell you how many, how many times people come in and be like, Oh, I want a short smoke. And they go ahead and grab that one. Like, it's not as short as you think. Like yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna burn a long you're time. gonna burn an hour plus with that just because of the way it's rolled. It it might be only a, a four inch, but it's yep. it's got that girth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got that girth. So, what's the next event at the Conway Shop? This is a test of your memory. It's really what this is. Oh, it might be Oliva uh, in February. It, it doesn't seem like that would be right. Um, so I'm getting that confused, I think. Um, uh, but we do not have an event this month in Conway. Okay. Um, and so I remember us talking about, seems like Crux or Oliva coming in and do an event, but, uh, I know in March we've got a big event in Conway, hopefully happening. So I won't say anything about it. Um, but, uh, We've never done a grand opening for the Conway store. Um, it's about time. A year or two ago, whenever all this stuff happened, um, 
we had a grand opening event scheduled. Nick Perdomo was going to come do it, and we had to shut the lounge down, and and we didn't do the event. Um, and so since then we haven't we haven't been able to do a, a grand opening event, and so we were working on trying to get him to come back and do an event um, nice. for us in March. So hopefully that holds up, but uh, we don't have an official anything on that yet. Um, but that'd be nice just to do it to say we did it, I guess, but also just to. Uh, you know, do something, do a big event um, where, you, where you've got a principal from a, or an owner, you know, yeah. um, come do do an event. Uh, we've done some neat events the last couple of months um, with Davidoff and, and Crux and those guys, uh, but this one would be cool. So, and, you know, Nish, you know, Nish and Nimish um, Patel from Rocky Patel are coming to do an event this year. Nice. Um, so we've got several big events lined up this year. Nish is awesome. And, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Aaron has a huge man crush on Nish. Nish is awesome. I, he is. He's fun, man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, a great time. He he knows how to work a crowd. He does. Yep. Yep. No, he's fun. So, so yeah, we we should have some uh, great great events. People are are getting out and doing some things, and um, there's a lot happening at the shops too. So we've got we've got some some really big announcements coming up. So <laughs> teaser, I'll tease that, <laughs> but you know me until it's official. I don't talk about it, but, um, and you know, this past year, you know, I'll preface that by saying the last seven years have been great. You know, the shop here has grown every year. Um, and there's a lot of shops that have opened up around us and, you know, for us to continue to grow every year, is just a testament to our customers and to the guys that work here. Everyone that comes here, whether you're working or, or playing, you love the place, and and that means the world. Um, and and then to see that starting to happen at the new store as well has been really exciting. Um, but this past year, it was just phenomenal growth. I know um, a lot of cigar shops uh, experienced similar growth, and um, but it was really great for us. To and, and hopefully, we can continue to ride that momentum. And so we're we're working feverishly you know, to try to capitalize on that, to make some things happen. You know, the expansion here uh, is certainly one of those things. Um, and uh, so so I think it's going to be a great year for us with some events and some other things happening that um, will be really special and a testament to the last seven years. So um, it'll be really exciting, really exciting year for us. I'm, I'm as excited as I as I have been in the last seven years about about where we're headed, so. It's it's going to be great. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. So one of the newest changes we've had is uh, we have a new uh, doorknob on the bathroom. Let me tell you, after seven years of feeling a certain doorknob. It feels different. It feels really weird. What in the fuck are we talking about now? <laughs> so hey, we got, we you, got gotta, new, you know, you got to make updates. Oh, yeah. You haven't, you, you, haven't, you haven't been here. So we have a new doorknob on the bathroom door. And it just. It's, yeah. So it feels the weird. The doorknob just decided to stop working. <laughs> With Will in it. Um, so he's like banging on the door. He can't get out. <laughs> Finally, Doug said, Doug said he's like heard somebody screaming like, Doug, Doug. Goes back there. Will's locked in the bathroom. But yeah. So they get it open, whatever. They had to change out the doorknob because the lock stopped working on it, I guess. Um, so, yeah, it... Uh, you know, we're always making improvements and stuff around here. Sometimes you know? it's a little thing. We finally you know? got these cables hidden a little bit, you know, like it's the small things, you know, yeah. 
the TV cables that have been hanging down for seven years. And then we're going to move it here in a, yep. here in a couple of weeks. Yep. That's practice for, for next door. Yep. So I know the cables are always very important to you. Yeah. You guys know me. So I, I actually got some things in the mail today um, because I have the same issue. Condoms. <laughs> no, which I was actually going to wonder. Did so since we do have the the giant tobacco knot, did we get like a shipment of the galactic condom as well with those galactic condoms? Inter- yeah. Okay. No. Okay. I was wondering about that because I got three of them at home. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to use one. I was. I, was, I, was, I don't know how old those are. <laughs> I was particularly advised to not use them. Yeah. So the first thing somebody said is, did you get the condoms? And I said, yep, already used one. And people said, no, 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 you're not supposed to use them. And I said, "Okay, here, too late. Here's a phrase I never thought I would utter ever in existence. Can I have one of your condoms? <laughs> the used one, sure. <laughs> wow. Gross. Anyway. Yes, you know. So, yeah, we got the Johnny Tobacco Nuts. That's all we got. <laughs> I got the condoms. Uh, no, anyways, so I got I got some like uh, these outlets that you cut into the hole on top, and then one down below, and it just feeds the yeah. the wires through. So I'm finally gonna have my wires hidden, and I, it's congratulations. It's the small things. It just makes you it. You two need to like have a private moment where you hug. <laughs> That's why, like a person like me doesn't care about that stuff. I just don't. I have to have people around me that care about that stuff. Because yeah. it really does make a difference yeah. when things are tidy and organized and clean. Like, so another thing we did was we've done a ton of stuff at the Conway shop because it's Fireplace. newer and still trying to find its. Yeah. You know, it, it took a long time to get all, all this stuff where it is. When we opened, you guys know it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And so when I opened up the Conway store, I was like, I'm doing it the same way. I'm going to let this place just take on its own vibe. I'm not decorating this whole place and yeah. then we don't like it. So let it go organically. But so the patio we have up there, which is super nice. We put some heaters out there, which help a ton. And we put a TV out there and I just wadded all the cables up and zip tied them all together. You know, (laughs) they're like hanging down. You can't really see it, but you know, Chad is working up there and he's like an audio visual guy. He does car stuff. And so he's very meticulous about that stuff. So he just gets up on the ladder and cuts my zip ties and like threads it down around this conduit wire and hides all the wires and zip ties it all pretty and everything. Just and makes like, it look clean. It's so much better. Yeah. And it took 10 minutes. Yeah. But it's just not how I'm wired. You know, I just, I don't do it mm-hmm. that way. Well, when we get to the new side and we start hanging the TVs up there, and you're, if we're going to have like cabinets down below, what I got today will work. Nice. Perfectly. So we'll, I'll, well, you're we in to, charge of it then. When you get some more, you get some more of those. Sound like you just volunteered <laughs> to chair that committee. <laughs> you did. He's in charge of hey, the I can, uh, I can always use some more prom stuff decorating committee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never went to prom. Did you go to prom? Did you go Me? to prom? Yeah. Yes. Did you go to prom? I went to like eight proms or ten. Wow. I don't even know. I went Play to a lot of proms. Hey, when, you're, when you're pretty like Aaron or like uh, Brandon, you <laughs> It wasn't you that proms. I was pretty. It was just I was a nice guy and just there was a lot of girls that needed somebody to go with and only one of them was my girlfriend. I went, I went to the after party. I didn't go to the actual yeah. thing because my last one was with, was with the girl I was dating. Everybody else were just friends, you know, yeah. going to going to, I mean, I grew up in a school of like 27 people in my class, you know, so oh. nobody was dating each other. I mean, you had that back and forth over the years, but so you went we're all with, just friends. With, with a third of the, you took a third of the graduating class. I to took prom. friends, you know, like, my buddy was going to the prom and his girl, the girl he was going with, 
she had a friend that needed a date, so I went, you know, it's that kind of stuff. So he was a wingman. Yeah. Prom would have been around, we're around the same age. You're a couple years older than me. So, like, I I wanted to go, and I was, I don't want to say I was odd. I was different in high school. I was, I've always um, said, I, I was like the UN. I was the jock, but also the skater. So, I was a little bit of both. But I wanted to wear this big-ass zoot suit. Oh, yeah. For prom. And the... uh the girl I wanted to go with, she said no, so we just didn't go. Uh, <laughs> so I went, to, I went to the after parties instead. But uh, can you imagine seeing me in a big-ass fucking zoot suit? That'd be sweet. <laughs> Make it happen. That's not the word I would use. I mean, you're the word I would use. Yes, it would be. I've seen that. It's, yeah. it's just randomly, it's got to be better. Yeah, I think so. Safe bet. Yep. So uh, it would be odd. That's the word I would use. Yeah. So. <clears throat> well, let's talk about these cigars that we're having. So for me, the the spiciness is toned down. Mm-hmm. And it's a little more on the. So we had these roughly a month ago. Yeah. Um and I don't know if it's just because I'm getting my taste back and everything, but this is a little this or it's or because it's sat longer. This one is it's not as explosive of yeastiness as the first one, um, but it's still very <clears throat> toasty bread, burnt bread esque to it. Um, the spice has gone down, yeah. And I I mean I really dig this one a lot yeah so this is uh i'm getting a lot of boiled burnt bagel <laughs> bagel i, I, I mean that, it's that, yeasty yeah it's bread it's new york I mean. um no what i'm getting is a nice medium um it's a nice cigar it has um it has very little spice in it but just a little sort of baking spice in it um it's got it's got some nice flavor. It is not um, an overly complex cigar, but it is a it's got a nice base to it that is very pleasant to smell. I see. You you don't retrohale. You do. I do. So not. in fact, you just did it. the 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 flavor off the retro is really complex. It has almost like a grassy grassiness to it, some earthy, and then you know back to that 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 bready toastiness to it. Okay. Um, but it's a, it's a very, I'll use it. I mean, I'll still use the same word I used, you know, a month ago I had it. It's a, it's an interesting flavor. It's not one that I, I don't think I've ever had a flavor like this in any other, the thousand cigars I smoked last year at all. Yeah. I think when you're thinking about like, we're all kind of struggling to find the words to describe something to me, I would say the cigar is, the flavor profile is somewhat complex. It's just not complex in that it's changing throughout the cigar or it's overly powerful in the flavor. Um, you know, you might smoke some other cigars that you would say, oh man, the, the flavor like the Milanio, mm-hmm. you know, or the Padron, um, you know, for me, like some of these, the Aganorsa, um, some of these like dark Maduros where the flavor, it's it just smooth and rich but yet it has this like pepper spice to it and it all mellows so well together this isn't that you know for being a stronger cigar it's interesting how with with this flavor with with a lot of nicaraguan tobacco in it 
it's not overly powerful, you know, and I don't think that's what he wants in, in these limited productions. I think he wants a, a, a refined, elegant cigar. And so I think in that, in that aspect, what he was going for, and I don't know, I haven't asked him specifically about this, but I think he hit, hit that and um, you know, it's a really well-made cigar. Mm-hmm. I think it is a lot of that earthy, bready, woody with a little bit of spice, you know, and I, I think it, there is a lot of different flavors going on, but it's not, constantly changing for me it's it's pretty straightforward throughout the whole cigar but it's really good it's a pleasant pleasant cigar like i said i I don't know i'm with you guys a little bit i don't know what it is about it but the experience is always very enjoyable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i've smoked i'm smoking a lot of them right now so it is a good cigar i i would recommend it and it is not it is not a lot of times when i say it's uh it's not a it's not flavorless it's got a it's got a good rich flavor it's not it is not like those you know <clears throat> maduros that are super rich yeah. earthy but it's nice I, it's nice and i do i agree with you i i enjoy this cigar a lot i i can see somebody i can see people not so enjoying this top 10. i can see people not enjoying this because it is maybe not lighter it, i mean it's a very full cigar but it is complex on flavor wise where you're, you're kind of you're sitting here. Cause it has several notes. You're sitting here because you, you, yeah. you're trying to think about it where this is a cigar that makes you think about what you're smoking. And you know, the, the, so the, I'll talk, talk about the blend. So it's a Honduran wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler, uh, the, the wrapper sun grown it's full body. So on, on the website, it says the flavors are reminiscent of, uh, black peppercorn, uh, Earth, espresso, grilled meat, leather, tobacco. I mean, it, it has all those. But what's funny is I'm not like, getting any of those except for tobacco. But like the the, See, the, the espresso was one that, that I didn't mention that I was just sitting here when Mark was talking. I was like, oh yeah, the espresso note. But like of all those that. things that's that's laid out, the one thing that's not on there that we've kind of touched on is the graininess, not like texture wise, but grain as in you know the weed weedy kind of and Mm -hmm. that's not one of the flavors but that's something that i've picked out from the first time and this time as well um but it's i mean this is definitely one this is a cigar as pompous as this is about to sound it's gonna sound pompous this is a cigar for people who have a little bit more of a, a a tuned in palette and aficionado it sounds like an asshole, but, yeah. But it, this is this is a this is one where if you know your stuff, this the complexity of this challenges you almost to experience mm-hmm. what they're producing. This isn't mm-hmm. this isn't one f- like I wouldn't give this to Mo. She would not enjoy this because she's not an asshole. <laughs> no, yeah, she's, she's not, not pretentious. Yeah, she pretentious. Right. Yeah. yeah, like I this, think. This is a cigar for pretentious people that would really enjoy this. So you're saying tanks would not enjoy this. (laughs) Y'all are going to get me in fucking trouble. That's the goal. I'm glad we're finally settling in on a goal. I just think it's a... It's a nice cigar. A unique cigar that he did something that's not what everyone else is doing, Mm -hmm. which is is him, which is what he wants to do, you know? And so I think he set out... um, Placentia, that's who makes this. Placentia right. on yeah. this one, yeah. Yeah, you know, obviously, the Placentia family makes some fantastic cigars, mm-hmm. grows fantastic yeah. tobacco. Um, so top notch, 
there. And uh, and the so, other one was Quesada? Yeah, the Elegancia is made by Quesada. And, and if you're a more casual smoker and want something that is more celebratory, because these are in the $20 range, so they're a little bit more expensive. But the Elegancia is a phenomenal, milder, smooth, creamy, buttery, really nice. great cigar. Mm. Um, but I figured at the end of the day, we would rather have this one than the other one. But yeah. the Elegancia is the one that got Cigar Dojo's number one cigar of the year. You know, so um, it, it's a great cigar. And like I said, I said before, and I've smoked a bunch of both of them and the construction, the feel of the cigar, Mm -hmm. you know, me like usually gets a little mushy on the end because it's in my mouth the whole time. Not this one. You know, these, these are really well-made cigars. Holds up really well. Yeah. This is, mine's burned like a champ. Yeah. Everyone I've had has been phenomenal. I would say of all of them, and this one's burning fine. This is probably the one I've had to touch up the most. Um, I I haven't. Too bad you don't have a lighter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I ran out of juice about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I haven't had to touch mine up. It's a, it's a softer ash by far. This is not one. You, you don't stack dimes with this one. When it falls Nichols. off, it's it's fallen off. No, it just becomes powder. Okay. Um, so it, it's a looser draw, but the... but the Opinions vary on that. See, are yours doing that? See, my... No, my, I'm checking with Brandon. I tap off all the time. You know me. I don't want to... Mine stays together pretty well. I mean, you should see, see my, it. It's still... Mine, it's still in clumps yeah, in here. My, mine hasn't. Um, but the, the draw is, it's a very, it's a looser draw, tons of airflow. It kind of reminds me of what I think is the best drawing cigar I've ever had is going to be the uh, Padron 7000. Is that the is that the big boy? Yeah. So that, to me, is one of the best drawing cigars. And this, I would put this in the category of one of the better drawing cigars I, I've had. Mm-hmm. Where I, I like a looser draw. I don't like a cigar where it feels like you're sucking through a garden hose kind of thing. I, I want, you know, something that's, mm-hmm. it's easy and you don't have to work for it. And, you know, the, and just seeing the smoke come out of the, uh, out of the cap without anything. I love that. So. Yep. The Padron is top draw. I mean, they, those cigars, every single one of them. Just, yeah, I mean, even those, yeah. those thousand series. Although the Christoph straw, well, too, and Nick Perdomo, if he was listening to this, and I'm sure he's not, would argue with me the Perdomo straw well, but, um, but, uh, and they do. So, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, Padron, Perdomo, I don't, you know, we don't have problems. Yeah. Out of those brands, that's for sure. You know, the, the quality and construction is, is good. There's something about this that just seems next level to mm-hmm. me, just yeah. the way it's made. Um, yep, I agree. Like like the Davidoffs, you know, that I smoke, they're just made really well. Um, Padron, uh, Perdomo, same. I mean, I have the same experience with those. Uh, something about those. Yeah, I smoke right now or the last year or so. The Perdomo Connecticut's are what I've been smoking um, a lot of. And those things, and they, they burn well and, and smoke well, and I never have an issue out of them. So I, I cracked open my last box of uh, the Perdomo small batch mm. over the week. Mm. I've got twenty eight. You could sell that. I've got twenty eight of the half Coronas left. Yep, <laughs> so. sell that for a lot of money. <laughs> that to me, that's like the perfect quick smoke. Yep, I like that cigar. Flavor that. is complex. It's Yep. It's not, it doesn't smoke like a Connecticut. It's same way with kind of like that Christoph Connecticut. It's, 
It's a Connecticut with a little oomph behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you talk about, you know, probably doesn't matter to most people that they stop making that cigar. But you have to understand, that was our number one selling cigar in the shop for two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And it's just gone. Yeah. So, I mean, th- we knew there was a limited release, but they're probably going to start using that tobacco for something else out on the horizon. So I'd be, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with that to see what they produce because that that small batch was yeah. superb. Well, the tobacco for the small batch is gone. That's why the cigar is gone. The tobacco that they are growing is for the 12 year double age vintage. Okay. Cause it's the same, it's the same blend. The 12 year double age vintage is just Asian additional two years in the whiskey barrels. That cigar is still available. It's just twice the price. Um, and it's it's regular sizes where the small batch were the small sizes, yeah. Um, so they don't have a half Corona in the twelve year double age vintage, um, but that cigar is still phenomenal. So, um, but that cigar should be around for a little while longer. Um, and I think it's been a, a big hit. Obviously, they have to do what they have to do, you know. And Nick doesn't call me and consult with me on stuff. Otherwise, we'd still have the small batch. <laughs> um, and. And it just happened. You know, that was what was so frustrating about it. I'd have bought everything they had if I would have known. But yeah, so it's funny. So we, uh, for another day. the last Sunday I worked, so three weeks ago or whatever, <clears throat> uh, Drew came in to get some cigars and everything. And he just said, he was like, man, I really wish you still had the, the small batch. I'm like, yeah, no, I, me too. I was like, I, I was like, I actually have the, I, I was like, I got the last box of whatever, but I would, I would sell it to him or like, because, but it wasn't his size that I right. know he liked. I yeah, they want that Toro size. They want the Toro. I I like the the half Corona. To me, that was just the the perfect mm-hmm. size. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it, I mean, it had its following, and it sucks to have something snatched away from you <laughs> just like that out of the blue. But yep. uh, yeah, collectors' items almost. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to open these up and 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 dig into them. Yeah, it's a great smoke. So the the end of 21 had a had a push of like some awesome cigars come out on the market and we've we got a few of them. we got the Johnny. I still haven't smoked the Johnny. So I will say since we're doing our top 10 of 2021, the Johnny is not going to be on my list because I have not smoked it yet. And I I'll be true to form. I didn't smoke it. So it won't be anywhere near my list. Um, but we had some other ones. We had, we had the Choshi by artisan Del Tobacco with Billy and Gus. Mm-hmm. That one came out later late last year. Love that one. Uh, there was also some other things that 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 came out, um, and then just perusing through the humidor before we started this, I saw one I've never seen before, and that like the the stained glass box, which mm-hmm. looks really interesting, and I can't wait to to try that one. I've I've never even seen that brand before, so that's going to be totally new for me. It's the looks like being Bomba and. Uh... So is it by uh, Espinosa? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it began with a J, but yeah, it may be called that. Maybe okay. called something like that. But yeah, it's their cigar. It came out. Ordered at the trade show last year, so we ordered it. Came out in July. We just got really? it. Yeah. So it, it it looks like a box of ten with coffins inside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so open one up and it looked really nice. So I'll smoke one of those. Yeah. Cool presentation. Looks like a stained glass window box opens up. So. Yeah, that stuff's. I mean, there was there was a lot of good releases last year, um, and a lot of exciting stuff coming out this year. Tatawahi's releasing some stuff uh, mm-hmm. coming up. Um, 
hopefully they'll be able to release the cigars that they've been making for a long time. We can get some of those seventh Kappas and grand cojones back in here. Mm-hmm. Um, cause those do, those do great. And, yeah, those, uh, oh my, those but everybody's Kappa sevens just fly. Everybody's off. dealing with, uh, dealing with that stuff. I think this year is going to be the same. I think everybody's going to be dealing with issues. Um, most of the companies I'm talking to are, are, are going to have issues getting, keeping product out. So, so did TPE just happen or is it just about to happen? It's next week, I think. So next week. Yep. Are you are you going to TPE? I am, yep. Okay. So what do you what are you expecting to see out there? Because you've gone the last two years. So yeah. Do I'm, you have like a heads I'm, up on what it what you're gonna do experience this year? No. Um I expect um I will be interested to see. I'm expecting a low turnout. Um so I'll be pleasantly surprised if if there's a lot of companies and manufacturers here. A lot of the and it's been this way because the the premium cigar side of TPE is very small compared to all tobacco products. Mm-hmm. And TPE is for all tobacco products. But there has been a lot of growth in the premium cigar side of it over the last 3 or 4 years um and and I like going to all, all the trade shows and supporting those organizations and uh you know seeing the vendors and and the manufacturers and developing those relationships and seeing what's new and all of that. So I'll, I'll continue to go to those. Um, TP is just a lot smaller. So the reps, you know, there's not a lot of reps there. The booths are smaller. Yeah. Some companies just don't go um, to one or the other trade show. And uh, so that's been an interesting dynamic over the last couple of years where, where companies have stopped going to trade shows, uh, which was, you know, crazy. Uh, five years ago, you know, that was, that was where everybody went. That's where you release new products and all those things. Um, is it, is it more, is, does it seem to be more of a foothold for your smaller boutiques and smaller companies to get their name out there and they're not kind of just swallowed up by the big boys at, at uh, PCA? Yeah. Um, there's definitely an advantage to that. And, and going with that is it's a lot cheaper to go to TPE yeah. for a company um, one thing that's been a hindrance for PCA is the booth rent and the prices are, are just steadily climbing every year. Yeah. And, um, so it's, it's hard for small companies to justify the expense and even large companies because they have bigger booths, you know, some of the big manufacturers are spending over a million dollars going to this trade show, uh, PCA, you know, um, where they might be able to go to TPE for 10 grand, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's a lot smaller, um, you know, the uh, retailers, there's a lot fewer retailers there. So, you know, they would have to do the the calculations on whether it was worth it or not, but I think it, it certainly would be because the booths are smaller. You don't have as much competition. It's not going to be as hard for me to find your booth at TPE as it is at PCA. You know, if you're stuck off in a corner at PCA, I may never walk by your booth. Yeah. Because um, there's so many there, and so many of them are so big and so lavish. Um, so it does make it hard on some of the smaller booths. Uh, and and the, the cost to go to PCA is just expensive. So Now, you've gone to the last two or so of the TPE, and, you you know, you've come back and you said, like, the, the CBD section was big, but the cigar side was growing. Right. Do you still see the CBD growing even bigger? Probably even more now. I guess you'll, um, I guess you'll know in a in a week or yeah, so. I'll know. Um, I don't think it would. I don't think it would grow. I, I don't know enough about that industry to 
to make an assertion on that, but it seems to me that that the big companies have big booths and big presences there. I, I don't I don't foresee a lot of um, those companies taking over. Um, and in the last two years, just because of COVID and the restrictions and not as many people traveling and all of that, I can't imagine that, that the trade show as a whole is going to be a lot bigger. Um, most of the cigar companies I've talked to are going to be there, but you know, their booths will be small and they'll just have a couple people from the office um, or maybe a rep that, that lives out there, a sales rep that lives out there at the show. So it's not like they're taking their whole sales force, but I know in years past, that has been the, the talk is that TPE is really growing. Um, so I'll be interested to see how it is this year. So I, I was reading a, an article on how, on Half Wheel. I'm, I'm actually trying to find it now. Uh, but they're talking about this, a new premium cigar that they use the term infused, but I, I don't know if it's actually, it, it's not infused as in flavor-wise, but they're, a premium cigar is now going to produce a CBD cigar. Yep. Um, I don't remember the name. I'm, I'm trying to find it. It was at TPE last year. I, I, I saw it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's certainly, um, you know, that's certainly something that, that CBD companies are making. They're already making, like, roll-your-own type mm-hmm. things that are mini cigars. Um, so making one a little bit bigger is, is just a natural step in, in a product, um, you know, in a product line. It's not something that I've thought would be uh, that would fit in with what we do here. So it's not something that that I decided to carry. Um, but but they would have different levels of that that would be legal in some states. Yeah. And so whatever would be legal here, we could carry. Yeah. So and like a, I guess another part of the news thing that I've read recently is, you know, two months ago there was a. One of the bigger, I forget who started it or the first company I saw, uh, but they're talking about price increases and stuff. And now you're starting to see more and more names saying 2022 is going to be a price increase. I think it was Placencia was the first one I saw because they, they've never had a price increase. So that was the first one. And then I know uh, EP Carrillo said price increase for 22. Same thing with Ashton. You're starting to see more and more of the bigger names doing a price increase. Um, so I'll be interested to see just where that's going to fall in line. If, if it's not going to be an astronomical price increase right. from, from like a mid range to a high range, but it's going to be rather than a, a ten fifty dollars cigar, it might be eleven twenty five or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I think, I mean, just with everything else, inflation, everything else, you're going to see an increase, but you know, from the first one I saw was Placencia and now, it seems to be like every article I'm reading is another brand increase, increase, increase. Yeah. You know, and, and certainly we're getting, you know, we're getting that correspondence. So um, I've gotten, it, it seems, you know, every year a lot of companies will go up. Some companies will go up every quarter or every six months yeah. um, just so it's not so much all at once. Um, but this year it does seem to be most of the companies um, are having a price increase. Usually that's between two and 5%. Um, but it is noticeable year after year, you know, if it goes up two to 5% every year, you know, before long, you realize I'm paying a dollar or two more per stick yeah. uh, than I was when I started smoking the Oliva V and could get them for seven, $8 a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think it's not, 
I've noticed that it seems to be more companies this year, but it's it's not unusual, especially with all, all the issues people are having getting products and having to source things from other places. Not necessarily the tobacco; it's it's all the things that go with it mm-hmm. to produce the boxes and the hinges and the artwork. You know, all of that stuff is, is what's really causing holdups. Um, for the most part, you know, they're making cigars with tobacco from five years ago or seven yeah. years ago. Um, so it, it's all the things that are necessary to get the cigars to the shelf that's causing issues. And certainly COVID plays a part in that when they're having to shut down box factories or the packaging or that kind of thing will run at half capacity and they can't get container ships out. Yeah. It, it all just compounds. And, um, so if you're, if you're running a lot of back orders anyways, then you might as well just raise your prices too, because you know, there's a supply issue. Yeah. So the demand has gone up, therefore prices are going to go up too. So the cost of them doing business is going up. I get that. But demand is also going up because the, the supply um, has gone down. Um, a lot of companies are saying they're producing more cigars. Um, but I don't think people expected the growth in the last two years. I think a lot of people panicked mm-hmm. and thought that there would be a downshift and they didn't know, or there was uncertainty. So a lot of people speculated down their sales and in reality it, it went, went the up. Way, yeah. And so that put them even farther behind. Yeah. I mean, and going to like the hardware side, like I know there were, we, we had a, we're waiting on the, was it the crux, uh, do connoisseur just because I couldn't get the hinges on my full-time job. The, for me, for hardware and hinges, I'm for me to order, I have to order stuff today to get it in May. Like it's unreal just how you have to look so far ahead into the future where you don't know what lies. But whenever me, I have to order three to four months in advance for, you know, I'll, I'll go through 250 hinges a month. But if every box you're producing X amount of boxes, you know, a minimum of two hinges. And if it's something so small, but it's vastly needed. So if you're having issues just on the smallest thing, it, it's a, you know, it trickles down to a little bit of everything. Same thing with wood. I mean, boxes are made. Some boxes are certain were specifically made with just cedar. Mm-hmm. Cedar is a little bit harder to find now. Yeah. I mean, sheet good wise, it's impossible. Rough lumber wise, it's definitely getting to that point. So yeah, it's just finding the product that's needed. That's not tobacco, but yeah. everything else involved. I, I definitely see problems with that. Yeah. It, it's interesting to see how you can relate that to, you know, any industry um, and how, how people run businesses will have to ad- adapt and change because, mm-hmm. you know, use the hinges for, for box makers as an example, you don't want to store a million hinges. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's cash that you don't have. Yeah. That's sitting space. in hinges. You have to have a place to store a million hinges. And so it was, it was always bad business to have extra inventory. You wanted to be streamlined and be ordering it as you needed it. They never thought they'd have a problem getting hinges. And now you realize that really quickly things can put your business at risk. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, will people start stocking up on, on that kind of thing? Um, do 
some businesses have the ability to do that. Some don't if they're working on terms with, with companies where they don't have to pay it back until they, you know, receive the money for those goods. Mm -hmm. Or if they're working on line of credit to pay for inventory, you know, the way businesses are being ran is changing right now because you have to decide how you're going to be able to continually make or get the products or get the, um, you know, the pieces that you need to make those products. And before you just ordered them as you needed them. And now you can't rely on that if you're going to have a, a product to sell. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I think it'll cause people to stock up on things that, that uh, they wouldn't have before. And we'll see if that helps. But uh, some, some businesses can't just can't do that because, yeah. you know, cash flow is what keeps the doors open. Yeah. And if you're having to use all the profits that you're making to buy and store up hinges and wood and paper in hopes of making a product that yeah. you sell in six months and get paid for in seven or eight or nine months, you know, some people can't float that, you know? So, uh, and I think that's, that's issues that every industry is having to deal with right now is, is how do we adapt? And I, and I can't speak towards like Florida or wherever other cigars are produced, but for Arkansas, for anything that, in my trade, anything that we store, we, you get, you have to pay a tax on anything that you're storing that not, that is not used to it for a specific job. So like I can order 10,000 hinges, but I, we get taxed on product. That's just, that's being held. Yeah. Rather property tax. Yeah. Rather than just using it right away. So like, you know, is it better to have 10,000 hinges? It depends. But for us, since we're a small outfit, no, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not prevalent to, to do that when you're paying more money for something that you will need, but you just, it's, that's just the gamble of hopefully the, the hinges can leave Sweden in time and get to me in time and, and not have to, to store it to pay extra yeah. money on something that's if you, needed, but it's so small. Have you seen people shift away from more to the, um, I don't know if Padron model is, but whatever model is, the refilling within bundles and telling you to keep the boxes? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of companies are dealing with issues. So a lot of companies are saying, hey, do you want bundles of cigars or do you want us to wait till we get boxes? Um, certainly we want the bundles of cigars. Yeah. And so it's created some issues because we may not have an extra box of, you know, like the Andalusian bulls. We've been getting bundles of those. Mm -hmm. We'll take all the bundles they can send us because yeah. that sells immediately. But the box is part of the presentation. Mm -hmm. And so we just people don't have want the boxes. Yeah. We don't have tons of bull boxes laying around. <laughs> um, but people don't care cause they'll buy the cigars anyway, but that's just an example. Um, you know, barcodes are another part of that. You know, we can't get paper. We can't print off barcodes. Do you still want the cigars? Well, yeah, we need the cigars to sell, but now we don't have a barcode to ring it up. So we have to put it in our system and we have to search for it whenever we're ringing somebody out. I mean, it's just an extra little bit of a hassle yeah. for us, but it's either it you do it or you don't have the cigars. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it's an inconvenience, but it's an inconvenience that it's worthy to have rather than. Yeah. It's it just, you know, the flip side of that is how much are you willing to put up with yeah. before it becomes the norm? So if I'm just, I'm not even going to throw a name out. If XYZ Cigar Company decides, hey, you know what? 
we hadn't been putting barcodes on these for six months and, and people fine. are still taking it. <laughs> yeah. We're just Maybe not going to put barcodes on it anymore. Yeah. anymore. No, that's not going to fly. You know, we can show some grace because of the time period that we're in. Um, but we had essentially moved away from, you know, un- unless you were a Tatawahe or a Padron or somebody that we know that, that we need to carry. Mm-hmm. If you don't have barcodes on your cigars and you're trying to get into a humidor for a shop like us that has multiple locations and, and, and wants to be as streamlined as possible, we're not going to carry your cigars, probably. It's not a deal breaker, but it is a factor mm-hmm. because it just creates a better customer experience, less mistakes made for inventory purposes, all of that. So, yeah, we'll, we're, we're putting up with a lot. I mean, we're happy to get the cigars, so I'm not trying to say we're like, oh, we're getting the short end of the deal, but absolutely concessions are having to be made so that we can get products in. And, and in the same boat, I'm having to decide – how much inventory do I want to stock up on? Mm-hmm. Because I have to still be able to pay the bills and pay employees and pay tax on cigars that are just going to sit here. But I don't want to take a chance on Padron getting number one cigar of the year mm-hmm. and us not be able to get it for six months, yeah. you know? So, um, and we don't have a ton of storage space in there. So, yeah. you know, um, so it's just something that businesses and business owners are, are going to have to constantly be adapting to. If you're just, content to do business the way you've done it for the last 10 or seven years in our case, um, you, you could really run into a lot of hurdles if you're not willing to adapt and uh, maybe make some changes in the way that you do business uh, as far as, you know, in and out of inventory. Well, and that's one of those things you, 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 you mentioned the streamline, you know, that's one of the things that we take pride in is that when you come up to the POS, you're done quickly. Mm-hmm. We're bam, 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 bam. And then you can go sit down and enjoy rather than stop, look up, stop, look up, stop, look up. Especially yep. when it comes to event nights. Holy yep. shit. When you're, you know, you're doing, you know, a couple hundred transactions, that all adds up mm-hmm. and it's tiring. And it's, you know, it, it's when you can, when you have a line of eight people and each person has 20, it just makes it a world of difference when you can just take the gun and ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah, barcodes um, are important. So, and it's wild, and I know we've 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 labored this this topic for a while. But one of the last people that put barcodes now, there's still a couple that don't have barcodes, so I'm not singling them out. But one person, uh, Carlito Fuente Jr., did not want to put barcodes on Arturo Fuente cigars. Um, they just started doing it on some of their products, um, but for him, it took away from what the presentation, what it is, mm-hmm. this handmade craft that we enjoy you don't need to be in such a hurry that it has to have a barcode to scan you know that's technology changing this artisan craft that we've dedicated multiple generations in their case um, to producing but he did finally give in um, and and do that but I thought that was an interesting take for us and, and I know I'm guilty of it like I love sitting around enjoying a cigar but when I'm looking at just the business aspect of it, I want it to be streamlined. I want it to be a very positive customer experience everywhere from help, from recommendations to ringing somebody up quickly, all of that to be positive. And so I want it to be as quick and streamlined as possible. But here's somebody that's d- dedicated his whole life to it, bringing another side of the coin and saying, hey, it's changing the experience by having this barcode system um, rather than just charging somebody whatever the price is on an old 
cash register or looking it up in an inventory system. Um, so, you know, there's pros and cons yeah. to everything, but the world is always changing. Can't you, if you had, imagine if you had one of those old school ones where you had like type it in like, like old slot machine style. Man, I, tobacco shops are one of the few industries that I think still use those type things. You know, so many cigar shops, uh, they've been around forever and they still use cash registers, you know. Um, and I don't know how, I don't know how. <laughs> I did, uh, so a couple a couple Sundays ago, it was like a super crazy busy Sunday and it was, it was close to the end of the night that I did my first cash transaction. Yep. So like, I didn't like, that was one of the few nights that I like, I didn't have a deposit Yep. because I added 20 bucks to the drawer, mm-hmm. but it's like, I was like, holy shit. But then I look at the number and be like, Oh my God, I was fucking busy today. But then I'm looking through and I can see all the transactions. Like, Oh, I had two cash sales yep. all day long. And it's just, it's wild in this, in this business, there's more people using cash. So there's not a record of it. You know, every guy that comes in here and buys cigars doesn't want everyone <laughs> in their family knowing yeah. or, or whatever, how much they're spending or if they're getting it or whatever. So I would say that some people use cash to conceal the purchase sometimes. And even with that being the case, 80% of our sales are credit card transactions, oh, yeah. you know? It, it, it really surprised me. And it's always been that way. I mean, it's gone up a little bit. It used to be around 70, 75%. But yeah, I mean, it's it's I, ease of transaction all I, the way. I went to, I mean, I used to be just a cash only person. Like I would only use cash for stuff. And now I hardly ever use cash. So I have, I have a drawer in our closet where I just put like my tip money. And I went to go, you know, pay the pizza guy or whatever. And I just, I didn't have a five. Yeah. All I had were ones. So it was nice. like, it's like just, I have a, I have an abundance of ones. So I can't wait to go to the bank to like, Hey, can I exchange these for some, some bigger, some bigger bills yeah. and just take like a couple hundred dollars worth of ones and be like, Oh yeah. I, I strip on the side. Yep. A <laughs> couple of birthday parties. <laughs> Chunky white dudes in. <laughs> well, hell I think, I think I paid you in damn near like all ones whenever whenever you got the uh, it was a lot of ones the Xbox for me like it was all banned but like hey I know each one of these stacks is a hundred bucks yep so so, so here's this I'm sorry this is all nice. I had <laughs> it's nice yeah doesn't matter anyway either way it all spins the same spins. Right. yep well is there anything else for the first show of the year first show of the year three so, weeks in <laughs> so we do want to say congratulations to Zach. Yes. Who had here, uh, baby girl Dahlia. Mm-hmm. I know we mentioned that casually at the beginning of the uh, show, but we want to mention it formally at the, at the end. Um, <clears throat> Emily is doing super well as we expected. Yeah. Um, and everybody's home and healthy and we're super proud. And Zach's a little freaked out. Um, yeah. For the record, as he should be. Yep. Um, because it's his first, <laughs> um, and, uh, but, he, but they're doing great and we're super, super happy for him. Um, uh, we're super happy for him and, and Emily and, and super happy uh, that Dahlia is home and healthy. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and again, you know, uh, uh, you know, we, we lost a friend of ours, April. Um, so our heart goes out to, to Greg, Greg, um, man. you know, I, that um, it, it sucks and I'm, you know, I'm sorry. There's, there's no real words here. Um, April, um, we met Paula and I met Greg in April in St. Louis. 
um, about two and a half years ago. Um, I guess it was about two years and three months ago, four yeah. months ago. She was um, she was one of those people who you loved seeing being on the hearth or being in person because she was funny and irreverent and just um, just a caring human being and one of those people that always lit up wherever she went and the world's a dimmer place. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's whenever she was on and like Nigel would come on, I, I, I still remember every time she would come on and be like, there's Big Sexy. There's Big Sexy, my Nigel. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and uh, she, for the record, was the only person who liked my beard. And she would get <laughs> really bummed when I cut it, uh, shaved it off. Um, and uh, she was just really, she would, the camera would always be on Greg, but she would always know that there was an 80% chance that she was sitting there listening, taking it all in, and she loved it that way. She would always uh, lay into whoever uh, uh, said something particularly stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, she just had that great sense of humor. Um, I was watching the video or the picture montage on her obituary, and the very first picture was her um, giving the uh, double bird to the camera. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, it was such a perfect way to kick off that. And then seeing all the pictures with her, with her family was amazing. But seeing her picture with all of us um, at the herfs and stuff um, was, was, was really cool. So, and I, and I want to give a, 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 a shout out to um, a couple buddies of ours, uh, Norman and Charlie uh, with Dirty Ash Club. Um, they ran uh, a few specials. I, I threw, I'm, I put together a box awesome. um, of stuff, and they raised. Uh, I think it was damn near four thousand wow, uh, to, to send wow. to, Gre- to Greg's way. Yeah. Um, so you know, the one thing that this community is is always been and will forever be is generous um, by far. Um, you know, not a lot of people had interactions uh, with her or with with uh, with Greg, um, but that didn't matter. Uh, to tons of people, uh, they they donated. They just, you know, gave time, uh, product, money, uh, anything that they, that they could. Um, so you know, a, a quick little shout out to uh, Charlie and Norm and all the other uh, guys with the Dirty Ash Club uh, who put that together. Um, thanks for all that. Um, thanks for letting me uh, supply some some stuff for that. Thank you for um, that. And uh, you know, it's you know I. I had I was able to herf with 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 her a few times, um, but every time I did, it was always laughs were abundant, yeah. um, and it was you know just just seeing everybody else's face light up yeah. uh, when she was on uh, w- w- was awesome, um, and it's you know like you said the the world's a little bit dimmer now, yep, um, so you know it, it's it sucks plain and simple it just yeah. fucking sucks, yeah. um, but you know we're there for. Greg and yep. a bunch of other people are as well. Um, so hopefully, you know, it, 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 people who are going through shit, they know they can reach out to us for, yep. for anything. We're, we're there. Um, so I, I don't want to close this out how we normally do. I want to go out and just leave like a little bit of silence whenever they do stuff on TV after somebody loses something. Uh, so I'm not going to do the normal outro, anything like that. So, uh, Greg, um, just know that we're here for you. And uh, if you need anything, let us know. We love you, brother. <laughs>